0: Hi, and welcome to NACIO Voices, where we talk all things state IT. I'm Amy Glasscock
1: in Lexington, Kentucky. And I'm Meredith Ward, also in Lexington, Kentucky, and I'm very excited to be today's guest co-host. Meredith, you're our first guest co-host while we await our new
0: Director of Government Affairs. Thanks for doing this today. Absolutely. So happy to help out. We're going to have fun today and deviating from our usual policy talk because we're chatting with our colleague, Lori Rempe, who is our membership and sponsorship manager, to get a little background and insight into how our corporate membership works, how to sponsor our events, and how to get the most out of your NACIO membership. Let's get into it. Lori, welcome to NACIO Voices, and thanks so much for joining us. Absolutely, Amy. Thank you for having me. Sure. So, first of all, before we get into all things membership, tell our listeners what you do for NASIO.
2: I am the membership and sponsorship manager. So, I take care of corporate, academic, nonprofit membership renewals, along with all new membership applications, as well as sell and manage conference sponsorships for our corporate
1: members. Great. So Lori, I know that is sponsorships is a big part of your job. So let's start there. We do have a mid-year conference coming up announcement for everybody. It's May 1st through 3rd. Looking forward to see everybody there. And we know that sponsorships go on sale next week, I believe. Tell us a little bit about how the sponsorships, uh, what they are and how they work.
2: Absolutely. They go on sale on February 9th at noon Eastern Time. So the link will be live at noon Eastern Time. And uh, you do have to be a member in order to participate. And your 2022 annual dues must be current in order to participate. So the number of sponsorship packages are offered and limited to 56, excuse me. There is a high competition for these conference sponsorships. So to ensure member equity, we do offer them on a first-come, first-served basis via an online platform.
1: And so, you know, Lori, I know a big part, again, of sponsorships is you get a lot of calls and inquiries about corporate members wanting to sponsor. Is there a secret sauce to getting a sponsorship? And do you have any tips for our corporate members who may want to sponsor the mid-year?
2: Yeah, absolutely, Meredith. Thank you. We've got a queuing system in place that will place those who click on the link in order down to the millisecond. So once in the queue, you'll be um, let into the sponsor registration form one at a time to complete and secure that sponsorship. You do have one minute to make a selection and hit the finish button before the next person waiting in the queue is let in. So I recommend that everybody review the sponsorship packages in advance. They are on our website on nasio.org under the events tab. So review those in advance and have at least two choices in mind. Also review the terms and conditions in advance. Run those by your legal department if you need to do that in advance. So that way you're ready to go when those actually become live. And then also... A suggestion for optimal registration experience, we recommend that everybody use Chrome or Firefox as your browser, and then go ahead and disable any third-party cookie blockers if you're able to do that. Wow, that's
0: really good advice. Very specific. I think that'll be very useful. And just to reiterate, you want to be ready at noon because they can sell out very quickly, right? So if you're coming back at three o'clock, there probably is not going to be anything left, Right.
2: Yeah, absolutely. There's a high competition. Our corporate members find these to be very valuable. And since they are offered on a first-come, first-served basis, they do sell out quickly. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So we know that NASIO can be a bit different than other associations in some ways. For example, we don't have a large trade show at our events. So what are some misconceptions that new corporate members might have about NASIO membership in general that you've heard?
2: You know, Amy, you just hit the nail on the head. It really is about the conference and how it's structured. It's not a trade show. So there are no exhibits, no demos, no keys, no booths, nothing of that sort. It is strictly education and network based. We really want the team members that our corporate members send to be able to sit down next to a state CIO or a member of their staff and talk about state IT and solutions. So it is all relationship-based, and there's plenty of great education involved, and there is plenty of time carved out for networking.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So how can corporate members get the most out of their membership? I mean, there's more to it than just coming to the conferences and networking, right?
2: Absolutely. You know, state IT is pretty fluid. So any opportunities that pop up, we do announce those to all corporate members via the NASIO community, which generates an email. So I like to recommend that you just keep an eye on your emails and any any communications from NASIO, including the newsletter. The best, one of the best ways to get involved in NASIO outside of conference attendance are via the committees and forums. And that information, is also on our website under the membership tab there's a get involved page mm-hmm. so you can go ahead and take a look um, at those committees and forums that we offer in addition NASIO is a great resource so we've got some terrific information on our resource center and then also on the NASIO community we've got recordings um, podcasts all that great information in addition you do have access to the membership database not something you can download into an Excel spreadsheet because, again, NASIO is all about that one-on-one relationship, but you do have access to other members via the database.
0: Great. That's awesome. Yeah, I've even talked with some of our corporate members doing research for publications, too. For example, with our low-code, no-code publication, i talked to some of our members that are involved in that, and they were super helpful as well. All right, Lori. Well, thank you for all of that insight. I think it'll be helpful for any of our corporate members listening. And we can't let you get away, of course, before subjecting you to the most fun part of our podcast, the lightning round, where we'll ask you three short questions about your life outside of work. Are you ready? Bring it on, Amy. I'm ready. Yes. All right. Number one, what's the most fun place you've ever lived?
2: Um. Wow. There, there have actually been so many, and there's a difference between a fun place and a favorite place. That's true. Um. But I'm going to say the most fun place that I have ever lived is Donovan Hall at the University of Kentucky (laughs) when I was 17. Oh,
1: (laughs) that's awesome. What about you, Meredith? Lexington, Kentucky, of course. It's greatest, the greatest city in the entire country, and gets better every year. Yes, indeed. All right. Number
0: two, Lori, you've told us many times that cooking isn't exactly your strong suit. So what is your favorite type of takeout?
2: You know, you're going to be shocked to learn that I do not like takeout. Oh, no. What Um, do you eat? I do not like like the food delivery systems or the takeout. And I'm a huge cereal fan. (laughs) Um, And mostly because... You know, I like hot food that's supposed to be hot and cold food that's supposed to be cold. Mm -hmm. If you take it out and bring it home or if you have it delivered, somehow I'm always disappointed. Yeah. I will. you know,
1: Amy, I will say we, you know, asked our listeners to submit questions. And there was a submitter from a, a dog named Libby who complained about her mom burning things, maybe. So, Lori, do you know who that is? Is that just a rumor
2: from Libby in Lexington, Kentucky? Sadly, Meredith, it is not a rumor. It is all true. I can have something in the oven. I have a very sensitive smoke alarm system here. The smoke alarm will go off. My dog is terrified, and she will run outside to the back fence and sit there and wait until it's safe, until Mama has finished cooking.
1: Well, Libby, don't worry. Aunt Meredith and Aunt Amy will maybe bring you over some food or something.
2: Again, I love cereal.
0: Cereal. Okay. Uh, This is not sponsored by cereal. Okay. Question three. If you had to be, you had to be in a talent show, what kind of act would you perform?
2: Well, it would correspond with my work life. So I'm going to say juggling. (laughs) good
1: answer. Oh, man. Well, Lori, it's always so good to talk to you, especially now that we're all working from home. We don't get to see each other as much. But thanks so much for being on the podcast today.
2: Absolutely. My pleasure. And thanks to both of you. Bye. Thanks again for listening
1: to NASIO Voices. NASIO Voices is a production of the National Association of State Chief Information Officers. We'll be sure and put a link to the information about NACIO's Winter conference, sponsorships, and forums in the show notes. And just a reminder,
0: sponsorship is for corporate members only. We'll be back in two weeks with more great state IT content to help you beat the winter blues. And thanks again, Meredith, for co-hosting with me today. Thanks for having
1: me. Talk with you next time.